0: Hey guys, Kathleen Carnelli here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome to the final study of James. (laughs) I just can't believe it. It's been an absolutely amazing many months that we have been studying this book together and I have honestly enjoyed every second of it. Thank you for sticking with me, for letting his word change you, going verse by verse, comparing scripture with scripture. The Lord has shown us and spoke to us about so much throughout these 30 studies that we've had. So let's see what God has for us today as we finish this book. Go grab your Bible, a pencil, maybe a notebook, and I'll open us up in song. Be prepared to live like you've never lived before. Leave the past that binds you. You are meant to soar step beyond the shadows of what you used to know there's a whole new world before you let the old one go yeah just live just live cause you were meant to live you were meant to live just live we thank you lord for new life and life more abundant god we thank you for your word and fill us with it by the power of your holy spirit may we understand may we comprehend it may we be changed by it we give you all the glory forever and ever in jesus name amen so open up your bibles to james chapter 5 and we're going to begin with verse 17 Elias was a man subject to like passions, as we are. So James is speaking about Elijah the prophet. We can read a lot about him in the Old Testament. And what James is saying is that he was human. He lived in a body of flesh, just like we do. He knows the same kinds of desires that we have, the kinds of feelings that we deal with. And it says here, And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. So let's talk about the context here. Last week, we talked about the power of the prayer of faith, how God hears the faithful and how faith is counted unto us for righteousness. And we also read how the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much meaning that kind of faithful praying gets results. And following that comes this section of scripture that gives us Elijah as an example of a faithful, righteous man who prays. And when he did, much happened. And I have to bring up that Elijah's life was not easy. All of the true prophets that were left were being murdered, because the man that was ruling did not like their message. His name was Ahab. And the Bible says in First Kings chapter 16, verse 33, Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. Ahab did much evil in the sight of the Lord, and he led the nation of Israel astray. And it says they provoked God to anger with their vanities. Standing for truth and righteousness in this culture was pretty much a death sentence. Yet there was no shaking Elijah. He knew whom he served, even if he was the last one on earth doing it. And honestly, guys, what an appropriate message for us in this last study in the book of James to leave us with this example to challenge us that in our culture, will we stand for truth? and righteousness even when it is very unpopular really because we can read the bible we can call ourselves christians we can go to church but when it all comes down to it the question is is who do we serve do we serve the gods of our nation of the world our own created idols do we serve the gods of our culture have we made ourselves god of our own lives who do we serve may we serve only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Will we serve the true God the way he calls us to? Not necessarily the way of our culture, but his way, by his truth. And will we stand when it gets hard, even if we feel like we're the only ones? May Elijah be our example of faithfulness. Standing for righteousness and being faithful wasn't necessarily an easy thing for Elijah to do. Like we read, he was subject to like passions as us. He was just a man, but he chose whom he was going to serve, even if he was the only one. Elijah stood for righteousness as he walked in faithfulness. One of my favorite quotes from him is from 1 Kings chapter 18 starting in verse 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. There is no middle ground. When the people didn't respond, they were making a choice. But they were afraid Elijah was the last prophet standing. And like it says in the very next verse, that Baal's prophets were 450 men, quite a few more than just one Elijah. Guys, our flesh will naturally want to go with what is popular, what is easy, what is more common. But Jesus said that broad is the gate that leads to destruction, but narrow is the way that leads to life. So if we truly believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, then we need to stop being moved by public opinions and live our life for him. Stand for him. Speak for him. Follow him. This is a life that will see the miraculous. This is walking by faith. Like it said in James chapter 5, verse 17, And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. Verse 18. And he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit. When we live a life of faith like this, we will bring forth fruit more than ever before. Spiritual reproduction, souls saved, lives changed, spiritual growth. We will affect those around us. God will move through us. Verse 19 says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one convert him, convert meaning to cause them to change or to turn back or repent, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death. What an opportunity God has given us to help save a soul from death. When, like it says, we convert a sinner from the error of his ways. I know this stuff isn't popular to talk about, but we have been called to do this while here on earth. It's why we are here. And one of the things that we can only do here when we are with Jesus, we will still praise, worship, serve him, fellowship. We will have the living word with us. But here on earth, is our only chance to lead people to Christ, to save a soul from death. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 18 says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, helping to reconcile people back to God. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. So this is the ministry that we have all been given, like it says here, the ministry of reconciliation. God has committed that to us, like it says, through his word, to help reconcile people back to the Lord. Proverbs 11 verse 30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. There it is, the fruit of righteousness that comes from a faithful life. Souls will be saved, not from physical but eternal death. Going back to James 5.20, he which converteth a sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Wow. How do we hide a multitude of sins? When we lay our lives down like this. True love demonstrated. Love for God. Love for people. Just like Christ demonstrated for us. Proverbs ten twelve tells us, Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. So we see that hiding or covering of sins with love. Let's turn to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. Charity is love in action. It is love worked out, love lived. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. We see again that walking out love and faithfulness to God covering a multitude of sins. So may you and I live out this life of charity, laying our lives down for one another. And of course, for our Lord, this is our true act of worship. And as we live and walk in faith, we will bear fruit of righteousness, winning souls for Jesus, being about his business and being people of our word, because we are people of his. And before I go, let me just say, this is not the end. This is just the beginning. I will be praying about the next you can study and what book of the Bible to go through. Go ahead and check out all the other amazing videos right here on Hope On Demand. And come over to my website, KathleenCarnelli.com, and you can sign up for my newsletter, which I will put out updates as well as future tour dates. If you haven't yet done the study through the book of Galatians with me, come on over to my YouTube page. You will find it in my playlists a 40-week study going verse-by-verse comparing Scripture with Scripture throughout the book of Galatians, as well as in-depth studies on the works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit. I will soon be releasing new music videos on there as well, weekly small encouragements from God's Word in my truth tracks. And of course, stay tuned for new music coming out on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Just look up Kathleen Carnelli Music on any of those platforms and on social media And you'll find me there. I love you guys. And I am beyond thankful for every moment that we have had together in God's glorious word. Giving us wisdom. Strengthening our spirit. Lighting our path. And I look forward to many more times just like this. So may God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you and lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace. And may you prosper as your soul prospers. And bring glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'll see you soon. Be prepared to live like you did.